Hello, my name is Deva Miles and welcome back to Dancing in the Kitchen, a podcast where I talk about everything, my past experiences, challenges I've faced, my lifestyle, wellness routine, and just topics I find interesting. A few weeks ago now, I reached out on my Instagram and asked if anyone had any questions for me. I wanted to record a Q&A podcast. I've always liked when other podcasters have done Q&A podcasts, so I wanted to do one for myself. And I was interested to see if anyone had any interesting questions. And some of you did have interesting questions. I'll be answering them today. So the first question that somebody asked was, how do you stay motivated? Now, I love this question because I love talking about motivation and goals and habits, all that type of stuff. After thinking about this question for a little bit, I came up with four important ways, for me at least, that help me to stay motivated. So the first one is having a routine that works for you. This is so important because it kind of keeps you, even on the days that you're not feeling your best, you have something to fall back on. So you're not stranded and confused and then you start to lose track of what's going on. So having a routine, when I say having a routine, I mean, let's say I'm going to use dance because dance is just a part of my life right now, like a huge part of my life. So in terms of my routine before I go to dance, which is really important for me, I incorporate things that are going to help me for the day that I have ahead of me. For example, meditation, stretching, proper nutritious breakfast, getting enough sleep. Like those, those are things that I think are really important for me to have the best dance day I can, if that makes any sense. I'll just tell you about my routine and then I think it'll make things a little clearer for you. So right now my routine is I wake up at around 6 every morning. It's really important for me to wake up at 6 no matter what day it is because I find that that helps me always feel refreshed in the morning. If I am waking up at 6 some days and then waking up at 7.30 other days and then waking up on the weekends at 11, which I'm not really a big sleeper in that way, so that doesn't happen to me. But I've read things about this that if you keep changing the time that you're waking up, it throws off your REM sleep or something like that and it actually makes you feel more tired, especially on the days when you've woken up late but then the next day, you let's say it's a Monday and you have to wake up at 6 again that's going to be really hard. And that being tired is a huge factor that determines whether or not you're going to be motivated or not motivated that day for me at least. So if I have a a set wake up time and usually a set bedtime, even though that one varies a little more for me, that really helps like set a good intention for my day. Basically, I wake up feeling refreshed, energized. I'm ready to take on the day. So I wake up at six every morning and then I immediately go make myself a cup of coffee. Ah, I love coffee, those of you who know me. And I will also prepare my breakfast in that time. Sometimes I'll play a podcast or a YouTube video just kind of to ease into the morning. I'm very much a morning person, so this could differ for some of you. But I love mornings, so I feel my most energized in the morning, let's just say. 
So then I sit down and have my breakfast and my coffee for about 30 minutes. I just take my time. Since I'm up so early, I don't have anywhere to be, so I can really ease into my day. After I do that, then then what do I do? I'm right now, I'm back home in Ottawa, so I feel a little bit thrown off because I'm not doing my exact morning routine that, let's say, I was doing in Spain. I have a slightly different one because of just fact that I'm home still wake up at six anyway I'm trying to remember what my morning routine even is oh okay so after I have my breakfast sometimes since it's early I do some work on my computer I read emails I write cover letters or motivation letters for companies that I'm trying to get into like fill out application forms because that's such a huge there's just so much to do when it comes to applying for dance companies so I try to get a head start And I feel best in the morning to do that. So sometimes when I come home after dance, I'm really tired and I don't feel like doing that. So I try to get all the things that are really important done in the morning. Sometimes I journal. I don't usually read in the morning. That's not, that's not normal for me. And then at around seven, so that's like a whole hour of, of catching up on life. (laughs) Then at around seven, I get dressed for the day and I set up my yoga mat and I do like a 10 minute meditation. Usually it turns out to be five minutes, but I try to do some form of deep breathing or meditating before the day starts just to have a moment of peace because my brain is already rushing from all the caffeine. So I'm just like, okay, I'm going to take a second, be mindful, be aware. What do I want to get done today? Meditating is so important for me to help me stay motivated because it kind of clears my brain from all the fog that's going on in my life or all of the potential stress that is in my life and my mind becomes sharp and clear and then I'm like okay this is what I'm getting done this and this and this and this and this today you know so I meditate and then I'll just do some gentle stretching for 30 minutes or yoga I'll put on a yoga online class depending on how I feel depending on if I'm tight or where I'm tight or if I feel like I want to be, want to use some muscle and do like a power flow, but normally it's more of a restorative stretching, waking up type of yoga. And then at around 7.45ish, I'll make another cup of coffee and I'll brush my teeth and get ready for the day, pack my dance bag, which doesn't require much effort, and then I'll walk with my coffee to dance for I'll leave at around 8 because the studio doesn't open till 8 30 so I'll walk and when I'm walking I put music on and I'm listening to my favorite music energizing music whatever it is that pumps me up for the day that really gets me into the mindset that I want to be in so I really enjoy listening to music on my walk to dance I actually read a study about listening to music and how it affects your moods and behaviors. And the study was, I don't know if this was me reading a study or if this was the Netflix special where they like test 100 humans. They test things on 100 humans. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, and they played soft, kind of sad music, kind of like Adele, Taylor Swift, um, very soft vibe music to a room of people and then asked that room of people if they were willing to do something really rebellious or daring or brave 
I can't remember the specific thing, but it was a specific task. And most of the people in the room didn't feel, they felt too nervous to do that. So they didn't do it. But then the other room of people, they played really happy songs or energetic songs. And then that room, they asked that room the same question about doing that kind of scary thing or rebellious thing. And most of the people actually felt this surge of confidence that got them to want to do the thing, even though nothing really changed. It was just the music that was they were listening to beforehand. So after hearing about that, I've actually tried to test that out. I think this also goes with watching certain types of shows. Sometimes when I'm watching a really sad series, let's say This Is Us, it kind of puts me in this sad mood and I don't feel as motivated as I normally do. But I don't really realize that it's the show until after I've started watching another show. And then I'm like, wait a second, I was really sad last week or really unmotivated. Maybe it was that show. So I, I'm trying to think it's the, I think it's the same thing with music. So I've really, I listen to all of my most energized favorite songs in the morning. And then I get to dance feeling really like, let's go, let's go. And at dance, my warm up is really important to me. And if I miss that warm up, I feel off. So like I said, again, having a routine, having something set really helps just to keep my brain in that ready state in that I want to do this. I'm going to work hard state. And then at night after dance, I usually. okay. I don't think my night routine is too important in how I stay motivated. It's mostly my morning routine because that will set the intention for the day. And if I if I get a part of my routine wrong not necessarily if I break from the routine, but if let's say I miss the meditating part or the yoga part, I feel a little bit off. And sometimes that's, that determines whether or not I'm going to be motivated that day, if that makes sense. But my night routine, I just try to unwind. I journal sometimes. I sometimes go to the gym, do some long stretching, maybe sweat a bit, get some toxins out. I take a really nice shower. I make a really nice meal for myself. I really try to unwind my day. And usually I don't have many big plans in the night because that's really important time for me to reset my system and kind of cool down after the day I've had and get ready for the new day. This is especially when I'm dancing, when I'm in my program throughout the training year. But during the holidays, it's a little bit more relaxed and whatever. But in order for me to keep this motivation, especially for dance, I like to stick to a morning and night-ish routine. So having a routine that works for you is super important, I think. I also just read the book Atomic Habits, which I highly recommend reading, especially if you're looking for how to stay motivated and kind of trying to form habits around your life. And it was talking about the importance of Yes, having a goal, but also the goal is not going to matter unless you have a system behind the goal. A system meaning how are you going to get to that goal? And I think I talked about this in my New Year's resolution podcast last week, but after reading this again, it, it cleared things up in my mind because if you don't have a system in place to reach your goal, how are you going to get there? It's like you're here and then there's there but there's no stairs or rope or something to get there in between. You need those stairs. You need to build those stairs in order to get there. 
So part of my system is having that routine, doing the yoga, doing the meditation, going to the gym, nourishing myself properly. Those things are really important for me. And those are this, that's the system I have in place to try to get to my end goal of becoming a professional dancer. I'm just using dance as an example, like I said, because it's just so a part of my life right now. (laughs) I can't think of anything else, but I think that applies to all areas of life. If you have a goal, business goal, um, financial goal, you have to put a system in place in order to get there. And the system is usually habits. So that really helps to keep me motivated. Okay, the second thing on how do I stay motivated is for me to remember or ask yourself why you're doing something. I think that's really important. Let's use dance again as an example. (laughs) Ask yourself why you're dancing. Why are you doing that? On the days that you feel unmotivated, and usually the reason is, for dance at least, you don't feel like you're good. You're frustrated with yourself because you can't get a certain step, a certain section of choreography. You're having a bad body image day. Those are all reasons for me at least why I would start to lose motivation. But I have to remember, why am I doing this in the first place? And that is because I love it. That's the only reason. It's so, it's such a weight lifted off your shoulders when you have that realization of, I'm here because I want to do it. I'm here because I love it. Instead of, I'm here because I want to please the person at the front of the room, or I'm here because I want to become a professional. No, at the end of the day, you're in this career path or you're doing what you want to be doing because you love it. That's what started this all. So if you're not in an environment that you're, that you're remembering this, get out of that environment because it's not important. You want to be living each day feeling satisfied with yourself because you're doing what you love. And that goes for work. That goes for anything. If you're not loving what you're doing, it's impossible to stay motivated or to feel good about yourself, honestly. So it's really important to just take a step back, take a breath, and remember why you're doing what you're doing. Okay, third thing is if you're feeling unmotivated, look back at how far you've come. Or even if you want to keep feeling motivated, just take a second to remember five years ago how you were, who you were, and now look at yourself now. See how far you've come. If that's not motivating, I don't know what is because improvement and self-improvement is one of the most motivating things that there is, you know? So I always do that if I'm having a moment or a day that I'm feeling a little bit like, oh, I'm not progressing today or I just don't feel great. I'm sluggish or blah, blah, blah. Then I look back at how far I've come and I'm like, wow, okay, you are on the right path. You're doing what's right. Let's keep going. You know, number four, this one's also really important for me. Seeing my peers succeed is so motivating and inspiring for me. It reminds me that we can do this. I feel like we're on a team together. I'm like, yes, if they're doing it, I can do it. And it's not competitive. Like I'm not comparing myself to them because we're all different people, especially within the dance world. Everyone's different and everyone's getting somewhere for a different reason. I'm just seeing them and remembering that it is possible and that if they're getting there, I can get there. So it's really motivating. I think that's all for that question. That question number two, 
What is the most important materialistic item you cannot live without? Ooh, this is a hard question. First of all, my brain is immediately thinking like materialistic item, house, bedroom, bed. Are the is it that deep? Probably not, because I could not live without shelter or a bed to sleep on. But I'm gonna erase that and think about it in a less deep perspective. And I think my answer would be lip balm. There are days that I've gone without lip balm. And those are some of the worst days I've had. When your lips are chapped, well, when my lips are chapped, I literally can't think about anything else. All I need is lip balm. I'm thinking about what my lips look like. I'm thinking about the fact that I want to lick them, but I know that's going to make it worse. I'm thinking about the feeling of lip balm. Like it is so horrible to not have lip balm with you. So I think that that would be my answer in terms of materialistic item because I literally need lip balm everywhere I am just in case. And I get chapped lips so easily. It's not even funny. My my lips are chapped right now. I need to put on some lip balm one second. Oh, it's the best feeling. Now, if we're going to get really specific, my favorite lip balm right now is Burt's Bees. Burt's Bees, any flavor. I love the flavor. I have strawberry in my hand right now. It just feels so nice. But I also really love the natural lip balms because they feel like butter on your lips. (laughs) So another item I could think of as I'm putting my lip balm away, I'm putting it into my fanny pack, my Lululemon. Is that what they're called? Fanny packs? Like a crossbody purse, but really small. Ever since I got one of those last year, my brother gave it to me for Christmas. I swear I haven't gone one day without it. I haven't taken it off. It is so useful and I didn't even know I needed it until I had one. I hold my phone, my wallet, my lip balm, and my AirPods in there. And it is amazing having that on you. Like you don't feel like, where's one of those items? You know, those are all the important items. I guess if I'm saying important items, it's probably everything that's in there. Lip balm, phone, AirPods, in the fanny pack. Those are the materialistic items I cannot live without. Next question. When you feel sad, what do you do? I really love this question. And I had to think about it a little bit because my first instinct was to answer it the way everyone would answer it. When I'm sad, I I journal and I meditate and I take deep breaths and I dress up nice to make myself feel better. But I don't do any of those things. I really don't. I think what's most important for me when I'm sad is to stick with my routine. Like I was mentioning about the motivation and having a routine to stay motivated. That goes for when I'm sad because if I'm sad, I'm usually unmotivated. And having that routine, that's like a core part of my life. And the routine changes, but knowing that I have a routine keeps me grounded, keeps me sane, you know? So sticking to my routine in terms of waking up, still doing those important things like meditating and yoga because they're part of my routine and cooking well for myself, like those are all important things to keep me on the right track even when I'm having a sad day. So that's important. The next three things I'm about to say, they all have something similar and that's kind of 
the idea of releasing something in order to feel better. So the first thing I wanted to say was sweating. I absolutely love to do a really hard workout or do something like even go in the sauna, something that's going to make me sweat because I love the idea of sweating out all of your toxins and toxins in my brain sound like negativity. So it's like I'm sweating off all the negative energy that's keeping me sad and then I feel very refreshed afterwards and very energized so that's number one number two showering I love to take a hot shower when I'm sad and kind of just like let the water pour down my face and my head and think of all of the negative energy washing off my body like physically washing off my body I do that every time that I'm having a sad ish day like I will get in the shower immediately the second I'm feeling sad if I can to try to wash off the negativity and then you step out of the shower like a fresh new energized person so that also has the same after feeling as the whole sweating thing and then the last thing is crying when I'm feeling sad I have to cry otherwise it's gonna just build up in my body and I will never feel myself you know, I have to cry it out. I Crying is really important. And sometimes if, I, if I'm if i sad, but I'm not at the state of crying, but I know I need to cry, then I will put on a movie that I know makes me cry. Like every time. Titanic, Lion. Oh, that movie is so sad. The Notebook. I put on a movie that makes me cry. And then that will trigger the tears that need to be released. No matter how they're released, they need to be released, you know? And I always feel like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders after I cry, especially when I'm sad. Another thing that helps me is to just accept, accept the fact that you're sad. It's totally normal. It's healthy and no one's perfect. No one can feel happy and bright all the time. It's really normal to fluctuate through all these emotions. And then that helps me move on because I'm like, okay, I'm sad. That's fine. I'll just do what I normally do. Do some things that help me like what I was saying and tomorrow maybe I'll feel a little better. So I think I'm going to answer one more question because I kind of have been talking for a long time. (laughs) And the question I chose to answer is, how has it been moving to a new country? I love this question. First of all, it's been amazing. If you don't know me or if you're just tuning in, I am originally from Canada and this year I decided to move to Spain, Sevilla for dance for a dance program and I've never done something like that I've never lived outside of Canada before so it's been a huge shock but in a positive way I really I'm really independent I've lived away from home since I was 16 I'm now 21 so I'm not not used to it in that sense but just coming to a new country has been a lot different but it's been great I love the fact that People don't speak English because it's really pushing me out of my comfort zone to learn Spanish, which is one of my New Year's resolutions. I will learn Spanish. So that's been really fun. And yeah, at first it was kind of nerve wracking because no one could understand me. I couldn't understand anyone. I felt kind of, I don't know, terrified when I was out alone and let's say I got lost or needed help or was trying to get groceries and I didn't know what to say. But now that I know kind of a few things, at least more than I did when I first came, it's just fun to get to test out my Spanish and the fact that I'm different coming to Spain, like I'm from Canada, it's kind of cool. 
So I love that. I love that everyone's new. I'm meeting a whole bunch of new people. Oh, the weather. Let's just talk about that for a second. That is literally all I tell people when they're like, oh, how's Spain? I'm like, oh, the weather. It's so nice. It's so hot. In October, I was, it was like 35 degrees and I was dying and sleeping with next to nothing on, on top of my covers. And people were like wearing hats because it was cold. That would be considered cold for them. I think that's so funny. Right now I'm sitting in my car because it's quiet filming this podcast and I'm in Canada and it's freezing cold and my fingertips are freezing and that's cold for me like it's definitely in the negatives here I love the weather I love that it's warm I'm curious to see what it's going to be like in the summer because I heard that it gets so hot especially in Sevilla that you can't even leave your house we shall see about that one but otherwise I'm loving the weather and the fact that I don't have to bundle up every time I leave okay and another thing for me is I don't know if anyone else feels the same way but when moving somewhere new or moving especially to another country it really teaches you a lot about yourself and what you prioritize and what you can't live without like I realize what's important in my life you know getting to see a whole other side of the country a whole other side of the world. This really throws me off sometimes thinking about that everyone is just living their life kind of thinking in their brain that the world revolves around them when really we are just one person in a sea of billions of people. Like that is such a crazy concept to me. Just right now I'm standing sitting here in my car recording a podcast and somebody across the world is doing something that they enjoy doing or whatever, you know? I I can't explain this, but if you know what I mean, it is just really mind-boggling to me. So it's really cool when I get to travel and see all these new people and I learn so much about myself and I become more independent and more confident. So I love that aspect, just having to navigate on my own and then you come out of it so much stronger and with so much more life experience. That's kind of what I love about moving and that's what I'm loving about the fact that I've decided to move to another country so I think that's all the questions that I'm going to answer today please let me know in the comments if you liked this podcast this Q&A podcast and I'd be happy to do another feel free to ask more questions or ask any questions that you were wondering in the comments as well I'd love to hear from you Otherwise, thank you for listening and I'll hope to see you next week. If you haven't listened to my other podcasts, go give them a listen. Leave me a rating. I think that's all that I need to say. Yeah, have a great day.